Welcome to the Tony and Ryan podcast. Hi. We're calling Sarah. Oh. Sarah, Sarah, it's Tony and Ryan. Hi, how are you guys? We're well, Sarah. What are you doing? I'm just hanging out, just hanging out by the phone, waiting for your call. Oh, <laughs> well, now this is a big risk, but considering the grand final is this weekend. Yes. Where are you from? I'm from Penrith. And who's in the NRL grand final? Uh, the Penrith Panthers. And are you getting excited and are you willing to make a tip? I am getting excited, and my tip is Panthers for the win. Woo! Oh, no <laughs> you heard it here It's exclusive. Penrith win the NRL. Don't even bother fucking watching. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I really don't think anyone needs to watch. I think that's the result. All right, fantastic. Right? Well, I approve that. Do you approve this episode? Of course I approve this episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sarah. Hi, it's Sarah from Penrith, and I approve this podcast. Before we get started, can I just say... Oh, my God. Is that is that really you? It is really me. Oh, I'm my back God. from the dead. Back from the DED. Back from the dead. Welcome Thanks back. for your patience. Thanks for holding down the fort, Tony. Mate. Oh, and a big thank you to Tony and Melissa, also who co-hosted job. with me this yes. week. Um, I've actually decided next week I've got a feedback segment because I've... There's been a list of things I need to bring up, and there's something that other Tony said that I didn't like. Oh. I didn't like the Tony and Tony show. Oh, okay. Maybe because my um, uh, anxiety of that's what it became, just that was a bit too real. Oh, you didn't like that the chemistry was good? It was good. I didn't like feeling how easily replaceable it was. I was like, oh, this seems, this is pretty seamless. No, mate. Well, I mean, you shouldn't feel that way because as you. Are probably going to bring up next week. People weren't really happy with what I did mm. while you were away. We'll get to all of that next week. Mm. Um, can I just say before we like really dive in that Tony and I unironically just had a twenty minute chat about how much we love the chase. Oh my! I love that show. Gee, is that a thing in it's the in US? The, uh, it's definitely in the UK. Okay, and surely if you know they the formats format, everywhere. Yeah. It is such a fucking intense show. Yeah. So I was saying before that Pippa likes it, my dog. Are you sure? Is that just one of those things where you're like, oh, the dog likes it, I'll have to watch it because no. you can't admit to yourself that you've absolutely frothed the chase. Well, we don't normally put the TV on like during the day. Like we'll watch TV at night or yeah. whatever. But like the last couple of days, because like Torbs will go to the gym in the morning yep. and I'll come to work. So I'll like pop the morning TV show on just so that she's got a bit of noise So in she the hangs house out with Larry and Kylie. Yeah, so she hangs out with, you know, Koshi and Mel for, yep. oh, not Mel. R.I.P. Mel, Nat, Koshi and Nat, and, um, and yeah, Larry and Kyla, you know, whoever's on. Yeah. And then, like, we've just left the TV on all day because we've both been busy and she likes the noise or whatever. Yeah. So then it rolls around to the chase and Pippa, like, rolls up on her, on her bed and she's, like, sitting there watching the chase. She's like, this is the guy from the morning show. <laughs> He's what can't up. he do? What can't, what can't Larry do? <laughs> well, oh. He's just written a book. Next week. It's called Happy as Larry, which is so smart. That is very funny. You and I are in studio with we Larry are. and Carly. Do you think I should bring Pippa in? No, I was going to say, Pippa oh. can watch mum on the screen. How will she react? Oh, You'll have to get Torbs to film her watching. That is, I, I hadn't even thought about <laughs> You know how like when people go on the TV? <laughs> you know how like in... 
the Martin Place, which is where they shoot all the yeah. Channel 7 things in Sydney, yeah. there's like the glass windows and people always hold up those signs that yeah. are like, hi, mum. Yeah. I should get Pippa to hold up. <laughs> <laughs> From home, yeah. watching at home. Yeah. Well, we can make that happen. Yeah. Torbs I could is craft that up. You could craft that up. Yeah. Well, we'll hear about your crafting soon as well. I believe. Um, but thanks for joining us and thanks for your patience for my days off. And I would like for you to thank me for looking after the show while you were gone. I literally just said warm. that before. No, I just want you to say it again. Thank you very much for holding mm. down the fort. And I would like to say thank you so much for all the compliments on my brand new hair this morning that you've given me. I really appreciate it. I was actually not saying anything before we started the show so I could put in my love to say it. But thanks for ruining your own surprise. I'll think of something else. <laughs> no, you can still do that. <laughs> I'll allow <laughs> um, Flat Tony. Sorry, I'm just really excited to see you. Like, we haven't talked in a couple of days. days. Yeah. Days. Yeah. Well, that might change because it's time for Flap Tony. Okay. Uh, Tony often gets flapped. She went on a holiday and decided that this year she would not be flapped. Yeah, except that was like nine months ago now, yeah. so we're back to our old ways. I did not get flapped when you said I'm not well. I was like, I'll organise it. Don't worry, mate. You go back to bed. I was very good in mm. that situation. I still did some stuff from home. But, like, I did... You are... I was the 1%. Tony was the 99%. No, I'm you not... Good. I'm not, like, saying you didn't do anything, but I'm saying I was just like, mate, don't stress, we'll figure it out. I'll, I've got the next couple of days covered. We'll figure it out. And Listen I didn't get go, flapped. Figuring stuff out on the fly. I didn't get flapped. Well, I'll see how not flapped you'll be, because let's hear from Verl. Verl, hi yeah. Verl. She did a semester abroad. Did you do a semester abroad when you were at university being an audio queen? No. no. I wish that I had. Great times. I never, but you've lived overseas. I feel so uncultured for not having lived overseas. But you had a deep freezer in your garage, so what is culture? Yeah, that's true. Um, so the Friday night before Verl flew out, so she was going the following week, it was the Friday night. Yeah. And someone goes, oh, so where are you staying when you get to the new country? And she goes, yeah. oh. I haven't really thought about it yet. What? Because she'd organised her classes and her flights and her insurance and, like, all the school admin. Yeah. And then she kind of goes, oh, yeah, I knew I was forgetting something. So this was on a Friday night and she's like, oh, maybe I should start Googling a few things in this new country. And then someone's like, babe, it's your last weekend in town. We're obviously going to go out partying. We're not going to see you for a few months. And she's like, you're right. I'll wait till Monday. What? It not even just the, uh, not even just the admin side of. I can't. I actually can't deal with this. <laughs> not even just the admin side of things of like having to organise it, mm -hmm. but the extra money. What do you mean? Because like, it's like the longer you leave, like booking accommodation order, it's like you it know how it's like. Yeah, yeah, it gets more expensive the closer you are. Yeah. Wouldn't like the uni have dorms or something that they would have like. Organize. Well, they or wouldn't organize, but that'd be an option for her to, or for her to like to look into. Yeah. Oh my, Verl. What ended? Do we have a follow up? Do we know what ended up happening? Um. All I know She's is that dead. it worked out fine. Yeah, she died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she went out that night and never came home. Oh no, my she, god. No, it must have been fine. I mean, she's still in the fa Tony and Ryan Facebook group to tell the story. Good on you, Verl. Um. This will fuck you off. I just oh, can't. Yeah. I just can't believe that it's just not something you would think about. So if you were moving countries, because mm. I know you who... Really want to live abroad. Yeah, but 
have having traveled, you would have like an Excel spreadsheet and like here's all the stuff we need to do before I leave. Get all my stuff in yeah, order. Yeah, I do do that actually. So when I'm, I'm a list guy. You're a list guy. Yeah. When I move to Malaysia. Yeah, don't. I had to leave. I think we had to leave for the airport at 4.30 a.m. Because I had like a 6 a.m. flight yeah. or like an early flight. So we had to leave home at 4.30. And I was at a club at 4 and went, fuck, I got to get home. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today. I'm going to go. <laughs> Are you si- Wasn't your mum like, where the fuck are you? Well, she just said, wake me up when it's time to go to the air. Because she was driving me to the airport. Yeah, of course. So well, then I rolled in at like. My mum can't t- drive me to the airport, so that's okay. <laughs> I'll pay for a cab. But, um, <laughs> so I got home and was like, fuck. So I had a shower because I was like. Bit. Rank. And <laughs> then, like, hey, mum, can you drive me to the airport? She's like, oh, okay, I'll get up. And she drove me in. And then I remember getting like, you know, those obnoxiously large coffees that are yes. like way bigger than yeah. the one I'm holding here. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm so fucked and tired. So I had this huge coffee. And because I had to, um, so it was Melbourne to Sydney and then Sydney was the long haul yep. flight. But that like 6am early morning flight to Sydney is always like business people because they're like yeah. got a 9am meeting. For the meeting. day. Yeah. For the day. And even though I had this full coffee, by the time... Like, I don't remember taking off because I fell asleep on the person next to me and it was this lady in, like, a business suit. You would have stunk as yeah, well. Yeah, stunk like yeah. shit, a power suit. And rolls in with a huge... Like, when you see me rolling in with, like, jeans, You probably no got shoes, some fucking sunglasses on, on and yeah, stuff. <laughs> and then I, like, remember waking up mid-flight, like, on her lap and being like, sorry. And she was just, like, looking at... Like, I don't remember taking off. It was, like, before we even, like, I was out for the count. Then I, like, flopped around Sydney Airport for 40 minutes, got on the plane and then just woke up in Malaysia. That is just... Oh, actually, this will fuck you off even more. So I get to the... I finally get to Kuching in Malaysia and this person's at the airport and they're like, oh, Mr. Ryan... I won't do the accent, but Mr. Ryan, um, you're... Actually, not Mr. Ryan, Mr. Ryan, <laughs> um, your car, because I'd organised a car and it was a manual and I don't drive manual. No. I, at that time in my life, I'd never driven a manual car because uh, my parents had autos. I just never had the chance yeah. to practice, blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, oh, what's the stick in the middle? And he was like, <laughs> anyway. And so I get there and it's like. Were you on the right side of the car at least? Or was that back to front as well? No, nah, right, same side. Same okay, side. that's good. But so I get this piece of paper and it's like Jalan 44-43. Like that's your address? Yep. And you're like, cool, um, manual car, some address, Asian city. You don't have your Google Maps no. available, you know, like. No. Oh, and they're like, oh, and I, and I mean, it was probably 12 hours later, but I was still feeling pretty awful. I bet. I cannot believe, like, that is just not it for me. Which I, part of that story fuck, scares you the most? All of it is pretty awful, but the thought of missing a flight, like, really terrifies me. Like, I've never done it, and I think you are a very specific type of person if you're someone that misses a plane. What do you mean? Like, I just think... If someone ever told me that they've missed a flight, I'd be like, hmm, you're one of those. Yeah, because you you are judgmental, obviously. But, like, I just think it really paints a picture of, like, the kind of person you are if you're someone that misses a... Well, you don't know what kind of day they had. I just think that you're a certain type of person if you're someone that misses a plane. I just think that. But... Well, I didn't miss the plane that day. 
that is the next thing that I was going to say. The thing that annoys me the most about you mm. is that you do just like leave things to the last minute and you just like leave things to chance and you just like hope for the best whenever anything's happening. And, you know, you get home from the club at four and you happen to be home in time to get to the airport, you know. Well, it happens to be home. I left the club on time. But like you do all these things, but it just works out. I tell you what's okay. Can I be honest? Yeah. I set an alarm on my phone for four o'clock that went off in the club. So I was like, oh, it's time to it's time to go home. Well, that actually makes me a bit happier. Yeah, I thought it might. There was yeah. some organisation. Yep. But things just work out for you. I don't know. Like you've just like, and it's not that you're lucky. You're just like, oh, it'll work out and it just does. I never give it a chance to just work out because I'm like, oh, I'll make sure that I've got like a backup plan. I feel like there's an, a motivational quote in here somewhere. Mm, someone let like, us know let what it is. Let the universe come to you. <laughs> um, last week we talked about paying for parking and how I – tried to swipe into the supermarket. Oh, and I, with I your work pass. Yep. So at our local supermarket where Tony and I go, you need a ticket. If you spend money at the shop. You, it's free it's for free an hour or, or something. Yeah. yeah. So like it sounds like brutal, but it's actually, it's fine. Yeah. And even I think it's like a dollar an hour or something. Yeah. It's not like $7.50 an hour yeah. or anything. Now, if you had to pay for parking. Yeah. Like you've been there long enough or maybe Pran Market. Oh, yeah. Um, where do you pay Oh, my God, fuck off. I pay at the station where you're supposed to, like at the stairs. So there's a pay station. There's always a pay station. There's like the at the doors. Yeah, and yeah. you walk out and you put your ticket in. It goes, oh, you owe us $2.80. You tap your card. It validates it. You go and it's fine. That is the dumbest way to pay for parking. The easiest way to pay for parking is when you, you just drive out and then you get to the thing, you insert the ticket and it goes, oh, you owe us $3.80. And you go, yep, do it. And you paid at the thing, the, the uh, lift, what's it called? The boom gate boom goes up gate. and you drive straight out. It's so inefficient to why go to the Why is the station. other one an option then? Like why exactly. are both a thing? Mm. Is it to stop like congestion at the thing in case people can't like find their credit card or whatever? Like so say you yeah. drove up to the thing mm. and you're like, oh, I've only got cash. And they're like, well, it doesn't take cash. You can only, you know, yeah. or whatever. Do you think that that's why? So it's like you could pre-organise yourself? Maybe. Or I just, it it flaps Bridget. Oh, I hate it. But I'm just like, now that I'm thinking about, about it, I'm like, oh. Well, you're right though, because at the other one you can pay with coins or notes Yeah, or but you can only like tap Maybe your card. Maybe that's the reason. I've always thought that as well. I was like, why is there the point of both? Yeah. I want like... I actually don't even think I knew that you could pay at the gate. <laughs> I was going to say, have you ever paid at the gate? No, yeah. absolutely not. Because I'd be worried that all of a sudden that would be the moment that my Apple Pay decided not to work and yep. then I'm like, oh, I've put my handbag in the back with all the shopping and I don't yeah. have, and you know. And there's cars behind you. There's and... cars behind me and I'm stressed, I'm getting sweaty and then mm. I stall my car or something yeah. like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I mean, once um, my car didn't, it didn't work. That is such a fear of mine that yeah. you'd be going through those things and then like your car breaks down. Yeah. But here's the trick. And you gotta keep in mind. Actually, what do you think would happen if you then buzzed the person and said, My card's not like there's cars behind you, you can't back out. Um surely they'd just be like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> See ya. They don't give they a do, fuck. They you know, like yeah. they it's not coming out of their fucking A lot of people forget. The people are just other people trying to get through their day. And it's, you know, a matter of three bucks. Yeah. Or it's 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 more a matter of the guy going, well, I could come down and do this, this, this and this. Or just go, yep, don't worry about it. So once, yeah. so like 
we've been to the shops, those shops together before, and at the shops whenever Torbs and I go and do our food shopping or whatever, he is the ticket holder. So, oh, like, yep. I take the ticket out of the machine, I hand it to him in the passenger seat, and he, like, puts it in his wallet or whatever. Because you can't be trusted? No, just because I'm, like, you just – it's just what we've always – I don't know why. Because okay. I think because when I grab it, I put it in my mouth, and then Torb's, like, takes it out of my mouth because he's, like, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. But you know how that's what you do, like, drive around in yep. the thing and you've got the ticket in your mouth. Anyway – and so we, you and I, have been to the shops together before mm. and I'm like, you have to hold the ticket because Torbs is my ticket holder. Oh, yeah. And what did you say? Bridget's my ticket holder. So, yeah. you know, a it bit a, of a problem. It was a standoff. It, it was wasn't standoff. great. And then so we ended up standing there for like five minutes being like, well, I'm not fucking holding it. And yeah. you're like, well, I can't hold it because Bridget normally does it. Yeah, so we ended up sitting on the ground in the car park with the tickets Wrestling over us. it. <laughs> um, the reason Bridget doesn't like me with a ticket is because I lose them. Oh, well, 100%, of course, yeah, that's I've why. paid a lot of... I've lost. The $50, yeah. yeah. Um, well, once I lost it. So I went to the shops by myself and had- And what a, did you do? And I lost it. How so have it you was made it here today? I know. After this dramatic, dramatic experience. I know. So I obviously like put it in in my bag somewhere. I couldn't find it. And I obviously put it in like a safe space that I wouldn't lose and then couldn't fucking remember where yeah. I was, even though the it was safest. probably only 20 minutes before Too safe. <laughs> Too safe. <laughs> exactly. Not even I could find yep. it. And I lost it. And I had like a panic attack in the car. Because I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm going to have to pay the $50. Like, it was a few years ago. Yep. And I was just, like, freaking out. Anyway, I tapped on the thing and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I've lost my ticket. I don't know what to do. And he was like, okay. And I was like, well, what do you, uh, do you want me to pay the $50 or do you want me to come over to the ticket thing? Like, what do you want me to do? He's like, oh, can you just buzz when you get to the boom gate? Yep. And I was like, oh, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah, just because I can do it all from there. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay, he's obviously going to, like, come down and make me pay there or yep. something. And I got to the thing and I was like, hi, I'm so sorry. It's the same girl from before. Like, just letting – and he just opened the thing. He didn't even talk to me. Yeah. He just opened the thing and I was like, oh. Like, I don't even want to hear your story. I was like, I lost my ticket. He's like, when did you get here? I was like, literally 10 minutes ago. He's like, okay, cool. Just drive out. <laughs> Man, I work at a fucking shopping centre car park. I don't give a fuck. And because there would be people that would be super rude. Oh, yeah. Fuck, that they, they would pay. be like, you're paying. Pain. Yeah. Yeah. But, um. Hey, mate. You'd be surprised how being nice makes your life so much easier. Oh, my God. Well, you wouldn't be surprised because you're a nice person. I'm a nice person. Some other people would be like, why are people being nice to me? Oh, because you're being nice to them? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I've just been an arsehole for the last 30 years. It's a pretty good two-way street, it's a good to deal. be honest. It's yeah. a good deal. It is actually one of the best, best deals. deals. It's better than a fucking Domino's cutout, that's for sure. Mm. That's pretty good too. That's a pretty Imagine good being deal. nice to the guy from Domino's who's delivering your pizza after you got a good deal. I mean, fucking won't ruin your afternoon, but it'll make your evening or whatever that saying is that we came up with. Don't, anyway, Don't whatever that saying is. You no, know what the saying is. I do. Uh, it won't ruin your dinner, but it'll make your afternoon. And it is oh a great saying. It's so it's good. so good. It actually tingles me fan when we say it and I read someone say it the other day. Don't that's private. <laughs> Apparently. Um. Anyway, continue on with flaps, Tony. <laughs> I did something during the week that fucking sent you. I don't know if this is a, a quite a flap, but you seemed a bit miffed by it. I was going to visit some friends and family out in the sticks. Yeah, and it was kind of near the new house, Beyonce's Airbnb. And Congratulations, so, by the way. Ryan much. and Bridget have just uh, bought a house. We have. They haven't moved in yet. No. So we're in that in between the settlement. So it's yeah. a 60 day settlement or whatever. So we're moving in soon. Um, but I was in the area. Yeah. And I was like, because, you know, I'm a bit excited. Oh, of course. And so. Beyonce's Airbnb. Beyonce's You're Airbnb. You're like, maybe Beyonce will be there. Well, I went there. She wasn't there. But you I thought, knock on the door, Beyonce. 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 <laughs> um, but I was excited and I just wanted to like, have another look. So I, yeah. just, I just dropped in. 
Like just like parked out the front? No, like went in around the back and um, was like on the deck and just like dipped my hand in the pool because it was a warm day here in Melbourne. And I thought, oh, it's just, I'm just trying to imagine what it would be like to be in that pool. So I dipped my hand and I was like, oh, it feels cool. Are there people living there at the moment? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> um, but then I, I sat on the they, – they still had the table and chairs on the back deck. So I sat on the back deck for like five minutes and just took in the sun and just like enjoyed the – the ambience or whatever, and just had a look around, took some photos because we're still trying to plan out like where we're gonna put things, of course, and do stuff, and yeah. Like, and so it's it's sort of hard. It's a lot easier when you're there because you can get a feel of yep. If we put yeah. the table and chairs over there, then we can you know. And so I was kind of doing that sort of stuff. And Bridget was like, "Why the hell did you go there?" And then I told you, and you, I just can't. Yeah. And the other thing that worries me is that are you upset that you've bought a house that's very easy to break into? I didn't break into it. I spent around the back. But like. People just going around the back, putting their hands in your pool. That's not good, is it? Well, I don't think... You'd think that Beyonce would have a lot more of a secure compound, wouldn't you? Can I tell you a secret? Actually, you know this secret. What? Oh, actually, I shouldn't say it. What? When you come over to my house, yeah. do you just walk in? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't lock doors. <laughs> the whole time I lived at my mum's house in Eltham, never locked the door once. That just stresses me out so much. So when you, because no one's going to come and steal stuff because people are nice. It's like we were saying before, you're nice to people, they're nice to you. So when you say, aren't you concerned that someone's going to come into your house? No, I'm not. Because it's my place. And if they're friends, come on over anytime. Drop in for a cup of tea. I would love for everybody watching to go to our Facebook group right now, Tony and Ryan podcast, and explain to Ryan in today's episode thread why what he's saying is so wrong. It's Do you lock your door in the apartment building? Yes. Why? You, you need a buzzer to get in the front door. But, like, anybody could get in or, like, we our fucking garage gets broken into all the time. Like, people, like, sneak into the... Really? Yeah, all the time. All the fucking time. It's such a fucking pain in Maybe the that's house. why Eltham's a lot nicer than Richmond. Well, I mean, Eltham is a little bit different. But, mm. like, people still get broken into wherever you mm. are. Like, it doesn't matter how nice you are in that situation. Mm. If people are opportunistic, they're going to do it regardless of who lives there. They're not going to go, oh, I saw that guy getting his smile the other day and he smiled at me, so let's not break in there. I'm going to put it out there. I reckon there's not many pools that if you really wanted to, you couldn't get into. I would just never, ever think about that. It's not mine to but think about. When you about. joke and be like, oh, aren't you concerned that someone could sneak in and jump in the pool? Like, think about it. Oh, no, just because that's yeah, what no. you did. <laughs> but the, like, any... Any pool's your pool if you wanted to. Be. <laughs> I would just never ever think about that. Yeah. Other people's business is their business. I would this just is my never. House. No, I know, but like, I'm talking about like in general. Yeah. Gonna go for a swim in someone's pool this weekend. Absolutely not. Have you ever swam in someone's pool without permission? No. So when I was uh, in the Gold on the Gold Coast for uni games, we were on the way back from a nightclub, and I was like, I want to go for a swim. And I knew that there was like, because the Gold Coast got some really nice houses. And I knew there was this really nice place with a pool. So on the way back from the club, we just jumped the fence, jumped in for a swim, you know, like 2 a.m. It's pretty pretty rowdy. And then we jumped out and grabbed our clothes, chucked them back on and ran back to the hotel. Did you do fun stuff like that when you were young? No. That's not fun to me. Imagine What like, is fun to you? Uh, being organised, <laughs> asking for permission to <laughs> swim in people's pool. Paying in advance for parking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real laugh riot. Hi, it's Sarah from Penrith, New South Wales, and you're listening to Tony and Ryan. 
On Monday, we are rapping about a Cinderella story with Hilary Duff and Chad yes. Michael Murray. Yeah, there's actually a lot of stars in that movie. Yeah, it's a really good film. Stifler's mom, I totally forgot she was. Yeah, in Yeah, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, yep. and um, the girl who was in the nanny and Californication, Madeline Zima, is one of the yep. stepsisters. And yep. when all these people come out, I was like, oh, you, you. Yeah. And you know all these people. But... And the chick that plays Rhonda is the mum from Daddy Daycare. Really? Yeah. <laughs> One of my favourites. Um, I will add, though, and I'll get into this on Monday, there is continuing beef in the Patreon community because they vote on the movies. Yeah. And the reason we're doing princess movies is because there was... So some, many good ones that were missed There's some omissions and some anger from last week. Mm-hmm. And while I thought the having an, a princess category would ease the tension, it has, in fact, heightened the tension. It has. And we'll get to that on Monday. Uh-huh. Uh, and a big thank you to a few of the people that are angry. Uh, <laughs> Lovely Bites, thank you so much. This is a few of our champion tappers mm-hmm. over at our Patreon. Lovely Bites, Raina Rivera, thank you so much. Courtney Ums, uh, Jane Bigby, thank you very much. Bigby. Topher Jackson, Jackie Primish, Imogen Tarrant, Maria Jimenez, fucking guy, and a special shout-out uh, to James King Archibald. Your girlfriend, Anna Gleason, would like for me to tell you that you have just lost the game. Oh! You... Um, and probably fucked up a heap of other people as well, including uh, Ryan John Dunn, who's sitting to my left. Um, Why would you do that on a fucking podcast? I just thought that that was quite Awful. funny. I've never who, been who a, a game person. Like, I never have done that. I don't really get it, but I'm happy to be part now of I'm it. Now I'm going to have to text all my friends that I've lost the game. They're, they're probably listening. Nah. Tom, Your friends have got good Liam. taste. They're not listening. <laughs> Hey, they need a brain break too, mate. Yeah, true. Uh, so, yeah, um, James King Archibald, suck it. If Tom's watching, you just lost the game as well, Tom. Tom. Tom Wood. Who I met. Yeah. Oh, uh, what, someone who listens to the show is friends with Tom Wood and didn't know that we knew each other. Oh. And so they texted Tom and go, you should check out this podcast. They mentioned a place that you used to go to school, Altham. And then Tom's like, yeah, that's one of my best mates. And Tom's like was probably referring to me because I've met him as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's like my best friends. Oh, nice and Antonio. Ryan as yeah, well. Yeah, and Ryan's also there. Yeah. Um, so I was I missed a few days. I was sick this week. Yeah, bless you. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm better. But you know when you've had some like medication and you, you're dopey and drowsy. Yeah. And sometimes it just like takes that extra second for things to click and yep. like you just feel a bit cloudy, got that yeah. brain fog. Yeah. Brain fog. Yeah. I've been in a bit of a brain fog. Yeah. Oh sorry. And man. there's a story this week, I don't know if you've seen about NASA. Uh, mm. have you seen a story about NASA? I don't think so. So let me read this for you. Um they crashed a spacecraft NASA did. Yeah. Into yeah. an asteroid deliberately. And it's called DART, which is Double Asteroid Redirection Test. And there was this big mission and scientists at NASA and Job Hopkins University, it was like the first time they'd done it. Basically, they sent this thing that was the size of a vending machine into an asteroid, which was about the size of a football field. And the idea is that it like... Knocks it off course. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So when we watch movies... The si- sorry, I'm just like picturing the size of a vending machine. Yeah, is the, the thing they sent. And it's the size of a football field, the yeah. asteroid. Oh, yeah. my God. So it turns out, and not to get all sciencey here, uh, that... You know, I'd actually love to see it, to be honest. Yeah, okay. So, you know in Armageddon, the movie... Yeah, oh, my God, And what a great in movie. all movies, there's this concept of, like, we need to blow it up, yeah. right? Whereas in reality, they're like... Because it's like six months away or whatever, like if you just 
knock it the tiniest bit. It's going to actually have like a huge... By the time it... Yeah, in six months' time, it will have moved 100 kilometres, whatever. Because only a few degrees would need to... Yeah, shift it off. Yeah, exactly. So they're like, I'm pretty smart. You are pretty smart, but and it, and it's sort of like it makes sense, right? You go, of course, you're so far away. You just need it, and so you can have something the size of a vending machine that can just like, instead of cut it out of the way. Yeah, getting Bruce Willis to drill into it and blow it up. I mean, minutes. I'd prefer that just because. Oh, Ben Affleck in that movie. Yeah, is he's so pretty sexy. hot. He's yeah. pretty hot. Um, anyway. I still don't understand when they're like that thing where they go. I think it'd be easier to teach uh, drillers to be to go to space than astronauts how to drill, and, and then NASA goes, "Yeah, yeah, exactly all right. right, all right." So it it was six twenty six the other night, and I'm watching on the news because they've just done it, and they've sent this thing up, and it's actually hit the thing, and there's you know they're back to the control center, they're like cheering, "Oh my god!" And it's hit knocked it. it off course. Well, then it cuts to the guy, and he goes. Yeah, so over the next few weeks, we'll take some new measurements and coordinates and we'll see if it's like... Shifted enough or yeah. whatever, yeah. And I was like, okay, okay. And it was... So this is like a test to see if it works. Yeah. And and I'm thinking, because it was 626, I went, if there's an asteroid coming towards Earth, surely that's a 601. Surely that's lead story of the news. And because in oh. my cloud and in my fog, I didn't realise that this was like a test. I thought there was a football-sized asteroid coming towards coming Earth. Coming to, yeah, coming to Richmond. Like you're like, coming it's, on the, way. it's yeah. on the way. And so I'm sort of And watching. you've got the door unlocked, so it's going to let itself right in. I might have to lock the door. <laughs> <laughs> There's an asteroid coming over uninvited. You get home and the asteroid's yeah. in your pool. So <laughs> you go, oh, my God. Like I said, I was a bit foggy and I was like, why aren't more people talking about this? Why is this at six? To- Surely this is the first story of the bulletin. <laughs> you know, like I'm getting a bit breaking up. news. Breaking news. So I'm a bit like, why is this just like a? And then they cut to the guy, and he and they're like so happy that they've hit. Because imagine you're aiming this thing. Yeah. They sent it like months ago, and, and it takes that long yeah, to, get to get there. there. And then he goes, yeah, and like, we'll see if it works. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> We'll see if it works. Are you joking? So should I call my mum? Like, what do I do? Because I was a bit hazy and stuff. I was like, I'm not a like overtly stressed person. Like, if no, and you you, look pretty stressed at the moment. To be fair, well, I'm trying to uh, express what I was feeling internally. (laughs) Yeah, externally, I was just like, okay, okay. There's a thing coming towards Earth. Hopefully, it works. And they're just hoping for the best. Hoping for the best. Okay, and and I reckon I was quiet for about an hour. And then Bridget's like, are you okay? Like she, she knew I was sick, but she's like, you know. You... you seem like a bit odd. And I was like, is there a fucking asteroid coming towards Earth? Like how long do we have to wait to find out if that if that thing worked? And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you know how the, the asteroid's coming to Earth and hits it up? And she goes, oh, like it's just an asteroid. It's not coming towards Earth. They're just testing to see if the theory works. Right. And I sat there for an hour. On the couch, just like. Okay, so this is how I feel when you don't pay for parking. (laughs) (laughs) The way that you felt is how I feel when you're drunk in a club at 4am when you need to be at the airport in half an hour. That this is how I feel. Is that how you feel like most of the time? Yes. Isn't it horrible? (laughs) Isn't it awful? I mean, it'll turn out fine. Okay. What was the first thing you thought you should do 
while you were, like, contemplating the end of your existence. So obviously you're like, fuck, these things. Like, I want to know what in that situation you thought you needed to do first. Like, what was... Okay, okay. Well, without... First of all, obviously I'd just give BJ a big cuddle. Yeah. And I'd actually be relieved because I'm terrified that he's going to die before oh, yeah. me. Yep. And so at least I would be relieved that I wouldn't have to live in a world without him. Yep, that's beautiful. Um, To be honest, though... My main concern wasn't for the Earth. It was like the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I was a bit like, why is not people not... I was more confused why people weren't talking about it. Yeah, right. And because I, like, work... Like, I'm just a casual employee, but, like, work at Channel 7. I was miffed that this wasn't the lead story. Yeah. And because the AFL Grand Final was last week. And so every, like, for the first 10 minutes, it's like, oh, the players are still having beers. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of like... Oh, a, and by the way... Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're at a pub this week. And by the way... And asteroids come to Earth. But anyway, we'll get back back to the Geelong Football Club. Yeah. And so it's been yeah. a running joke in our house at like 6.55. We're like, oh, Bridge, the news is on soon. Wonder where Geelong was drinking beers this week to That's celebrate. That's funny. Yeah. And so I was a bit like, surely this asteroid thing is better than 6.26. Do I need to talk to someone in the- Yeah. Like, I, need- <laughs> I also, I love that you were like, oh, they could be doing a better job. Like, <laughs> Well, I was just confused about the selection of the 6.26 slot. Sure. Because usually that's a, oh, and it turns out this squirrel can wash a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always the light and fluffy, like, before they, yeah. they wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, and before we leave today. You're like, why is this a feel-good yeah. story? <laughs> and in a feel-good story, we're all going to die. <laughs> Finally relieved of our stress and pain in Feel Good. It's finally over. Thank God all of our dogs are going to die at the same same time. (laughs) And in a Feel Good story, we'll never have to see another pet die because we'll all be dead first. And then they go, thanks so much for being here. (laughs) And they do the fake laugh and they pick up their coffee and they fucking... I'll be honest, when you mentioned the time, I was wondering where you were going to go with it. Can you see why that's now an important part of this story? Yes, I can, yeah. Um, Oh, well, I'm sorry for your stress, mate. Like, it it was more just confusion. Only you could think there was an asteroid coming to Earth and you're like, fuck, the balance is off in the news today. (laughs) I wouldn't have put the content in that order. All right, if you... If you, always working, mate. Always, always on. working. Always working. In the end, and like, so if an asteroid's going to hit Earth, what angle should we capture? Yeah, yeah. Uh, should I get three cameras to set up, or will two be enough? Two be enough. Um, <laughs> all right. So you find out an asteroid's coming to Earth. Yeah. What do you do? Um, I mean, I have everybody that. I need with me, you know, like I live with my family, like Torbs and Pippa, like they're my family. Um, I would love to probably go and visit my mum's grave. Like if we've got a couple of months, if we've only got a couple of hours, I'm probably yeah. going to order a pizza and like have sex with my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what? like, fuck salt. <laughs> and eat some deep fried <laughs> cheese. Yeah, there's no summer body if there's no summer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Sucked in, idiot. So what's the line? If a few hours is pizza and sex yeah. and a few months is visit your mum, yeah. where's the line? I mean, if you got four days. Yeah, four days. Yeah, I could probably get to Perth. I mean, flights would be a fucking fortune, wouldn't they? They'd be expensive. Yeah, everyone would be trying to get around. Oh, I'd probably just stay at home. She knows. (laughs) I'll be seeing her in four days. She's going to be there, mate. And in today's feel good story, reunited. In Venice, I don't know if I'm going where she is. (laughs) I'll see. 
said some bad shit. <laughs> You've done some fucked up things. Oh, mum, it's a lot warmer than you said it was up here. Yeah. Oh, you're not in the same place I am, sweetheart. <laughs> and I'm not your mum. <laughs> um, I feel like we need to get uh, the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, sorry I- that my um other my not flap story was a flap story. <laughs> um. I just love that you were like thinking, of, like contemplating the end of the earth, and you were just sitting there like, God, I wouldn't have run that at 626. I'm not a stoner. Like, a, but yeah. it felt like that's you know, like what you were going through. How slowly you were yeah. thinking about <laughs> it. it. Yeah. It took me what, like an hour to comprehend 20 seconds of information. Like, it's the process. <laughs> I love that Bridget's just like on her phone, and an hour later, she's like, You're all good. Like- and I was like, Are we going to die? And she's like, She's playing Candy Crush. She's like, (laughs) fuck, are we? I wasn't listening. I will not leave this planet until I figure out today's word. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to die? Yeah, but what's a vow that goes... Uh, things you'll have to see. Um, I want to send a shout-out to Carly, who lives in, I think it's South Carolina. Hey, Carly. Um, she really, she's graduated university. Oh, congratulations. Get around her. And Fuck she, yeah. Her dream job, and mm. I think this would be a lot of people's dream jobs, to be honest. I'd love this job. It's to work at Valiant Labs, which is a division at Nike uh, that works around creative ideas. Because oh. you know how Nike makes some like incredible yeah. videos, but also just like the brand is pretty creative and they try stuff and they're innovative. Totally. So there's it's called Variant Labs and it's like a, a little offshoot division of Nike that like that's the creativity lab. Oh, that's so you, cool. So you imagine for the right kind of person, that's like. Oh, and they definitely have like bean bags and ping pong oh, and like yeah, snacks and stuff. So they you get a free gym membership and shit. Absolutely. Like how would that be? That'd be so. Cool. Do you reckon we could do that with our business? <laughs> Can our business uh, is that a perk we could like implement for for our employees? Because uh, well, now we have we do have a business. Well, we don't have for em- so long we didn't. We have didn't, a but business. we do have one now. Um, we don't have employees though. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> am I unemployed? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I hope the asteroid's coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned before that I've bought a house. Yeah. Can I just say? Can I stay with you? <laughs> you, you can. There's plenty of spare room. Um. When you go to the bank and say, I'd like a big loan, I want to buy Beyonce's Airbnb. Yeah. And they go, cool. Cool, what do you do for work? And I go, I've got a podcast. And they go, no, nah, what do you do for work? Yeah, and I go, oh, no, I just have a podcast. I'm a, I'm a white guy in my 30s, so obviously I've got obviously, a podcast. Obviously, yeah. And they just went, what? They fine. went, are you sure you're not 40? <laughs> Sorry, I was really proud of that. Anyway, yeah, um, Nike division of creativity. Yep. So they're not hiring. Oh, right. And okay. So, well, Carly goes, well, I got to get creative. There's no just like online job form, but no. I, this is my dream job. I got to shoot my yeah. shot. I got to have a crack. Yeah. She has to just do it. She had to just do it, and she decided to make a cake that had her resume in the top. That is. Awesome. And who's saying no to a cake? Yeah. So she goes, I'll get the cake delivered. And in the top, it's got a whole LinkedIn profile. Like, here's my experience. And I was part of the Creativity Club at uni. And here's my assignment of my, you know, marketing project. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. Um, so Carly lives on the opposite side of the country. She's in North Carolina. And Nike is in Seattle. So she uses Instacart, which is like a, a delivery driver service. And the driver's name is Denise. And Carly says to Denise, it's really important that the boss gets this in their hands. Mm-hmm. And she explains the story and then Denise is like, girl, 
I get it. Yeah. I fucking got you. I've saw I'm you out. I'm fucking all in. Yeah. And so Nike has like a, you know, the big tech companies and stuff that have like a campus. It's not just like a building, it's like yeah. a campus. Yeah. They have like a big compound of like. Yeah. yeah. So it just says like, you know, one Nike Street. But of course, one. Variant Labs is like one part down the, you know, who's. Yeah. The, yeah. The address just says here. Yeah. And the girl in the Instacart, she's got her baby with her because she's driving delivery. She's a working mum. Okay. She's got the cake. So Denise got has got. Her baby and the cake. And the cake. Yeah. And she, in her ear, in the AirPods, Carly's like, oh, you got to find Variant Labs. Yeah. His name's fucking Yeah, and Carla. she's just driving her fucking Tesla and around trying to find it. <laughs> she's like, I fucking got you. Seattle, I guess. Yeah, so she goes up to the thing and goes, Variant Labs, this way, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, yep, you just leave it at the desk. And she's like, no. <gasps> this needs to get to the boss. Yeah. There's a party on today, apparently. Yep. I the need- asteroid's coming. Yep. I need to get I'm to not Variant leaving. Labs. Yep. And the reception's like, okay. And takes her through and whatever, and then gets through and like weaves her way through the whole thing with the kid in hand and drops it off because she's like, I don't know Carly on the other side of the earth, but country. <laughs> oh, well, it's still here. Um, <laughs> but she goes, but she needs this job. She wants this job. Sisters, we're taking care of each other. I'm not leaving. That's goes amazing. Finds the bus, puts it down. And so it arrived. Nike has received it. There's been some communication. We don't know <gasps> if there's a job yet. Oh, my God. Please keep us updated and let us know. But Denise, the delivery girl, yeah. said, I'm so inspired by Carly's creativity and tenacity. And then I'm looking there at my daughter. She's like, this is my moment. So I'm going to make it. She's like, I'm sick of doing Instacart. I've always wanted to start my own thing. And she's been, and now they're like friends and stuff. And so the driver's like, if Carly can go for it, then so can I. And she's like going back to college and doing her thing and oh. like has these big plans for her and her daughter. So Carly and Denise are best friends now? I assume so, yes. Oh my God, that's so cool. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that Denise was like, got there and was like, this looks like a sick place to work. And then she got, got the, the job. job. <laughs> Thanks for the cake though. Yeah. <laughs> We ate it and it was so it was lovely. Nice. Thanks yeah. for that, babe. Yeah. I just scratched your name okay, well, out and put mine on there. <laughs> Shh, Denise. Oh, my God. That is so fucking sweet. You love to see it. Oh, you do love to see that. Um, well, my love to see it is a tweet that I saw uh, from <laughs> Max the Puppy. And uh, it says, I set my alarms extra early to make sure I have enough time to lay in bed and be angry about having to wake up. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? So similar calibre, yeah. obviously, to what you're talking about. Are you a one-alarm person? Yeah, I am. Yeah, you would be. I am. It's so much worse for you if you wake up earlier and snooze. Mm. I am a one-alarm person till the day I die, which is soon, because that's true. For the next four days. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> uh, thanks for spending your last few days with us. That's it. That's it. That's it. Not like a robot. You Thank you for spending your last I've four days with us. I've been very unwell this week. And now you're, you're fine. You're mocking me. You're fine. Thanks for holding down the fort. Mm, love that you changed it. You love to see it from my hair to... Well, you already spoiled that one. So. To Carly and, and Denise. <laughs> How's the nephew? <laughs> I see what you're doing and I don't like it doesn't really work the same. Anyway, thank you so much for listening and watching. It wasn't did. Denise. Uh, it, yeah, that's better. That is better. I'm glad the world's ending. <laughs> um, oh, and this is a terrible time to tell you, but um, this is a vodcast episode. Um, so <laughs> when you on the Spotify app, go back and at the it. bottom, uh, you can hit play and stream it to your TV I and stuff. Uh, anyway, we fucking love you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm off sick again next week. Um, oh, must be so easy for you because you know that I'll do all the work.
for the work when you were sick. We take Mate. care of each other. Thank you. What a terrible note to end this podcast on. Love ya. Mwah. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Is that Sa- better? Saved it. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Love you, bye. Watch my hand go through a screen. I look weird on the split screen. It's rude. Meow. <laughs> When's this asteroid coming? <laughs> <laughs>